Thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga. I'm a yoga teacher with over 15 years of experience, a certified personal trainer, and an entrepreneur. My mission is to help yoga teachers transform their teaching by mastering the fundamentals of anatomy. By learning anatomy in my easy step-by-step way, you'll be able to confidently share it in your cues, easily create sequences, and you'll eagerly answer student questions. And all along the way, you'll increase your impact and earning potential. On the podcast here, you will hear anatomy lessons, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal development. Once you listen to today's episode, go ahead and visit barebonesyoga.com, my website, for free resource guides for teachers. Download any and all that are there, including one of my most popular tools, my sequence building template. And if you'd like, send me a one-line email with the answer to this question. What's your biggest frustration right now as a yoga teacher? And I'm happy to do some brainstorming with you in a free coaching session. My email address is karen at barebonesyoga.com. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Let's get to today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I am your host, Karen Fabian, and this is episode 169. So I am recording this episode on Wednesday, February 2nd. For longtime listeners, you know I always post on Monday. So this is posting on Monday, February 7th, 2022. And I am so excited for you all to hear this episode. This is an interview episode with the CEO and founder, uh, Jaden Schaefer of Self Pause, his company Self Pause. And I don't want to go into too much background because I really want you to unwrap this episode as you would a good present. Um, just, it's just such an amazing conversation. I feel so energized having just uh, gotten off the phone with him. Uh, Jaden is really um, just a, a really interesting person who comes from a background in entrepreneurship. Both his parents were entrepreneurs, his grandparents were entrepreneurs. And because of that, or closely related to that, is this environment he was raised in where positive affirmations were just part and parcel of his upbringing. And so as a child, he really learned the value and the benefit and the impact of positive self-talk. And he goes on to tell the story about as an adult, when he and his wife were expecting their first child, how positive self-talk helped his wife uh, overcome some of the anxieties and concerns she had around childbirth. And this really sparked uh, in his entrepreneurial mind, an opportunity because he witnessed in her um, really the changes from using positive self-talk as a technique to change one's mindset. Now, see, I already went and gave you a little bit of a snippet more than I wanted to. I think it's okay though. I think as we get into it, you really are going to peel back the layers as you listen to get to the nugget of this uh, episode. And I can't impress upon you enough you know, this is a huge opportunity if you are struggling right now to change your mindset about anything in your life. 
If you are heading into this year of 2022 with a laundry list of things you want to achieve and you're not sure exactly how you're going to get there, this episode is for you. There are some powerful techniques and reframing of self-limiting beliefs that Jaden goes into here. And I really think this could be a life-changing episode for you. I know for me, listening to it, even as someone who's pretty much steeped in this sort of thing, I found it to be really um, transformational. So with that, we're going to go to my interview with the CEO and founder of Self Pause, Jaden Schaefer. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Um, How are you doing? Good. How are you, Jaden? So great to meet you. I'm doing wonderful, and it's amazing to meet you as well. Yeah. Um, You know, it's funny, that picture behind you, I have a really similar picture, not in this room, but in a different room with almost exactly the same frame. Although I don't have the text. It looks like you have words next to it. Yeah, I actually... I mean, I, I didn't make anything, but I put it together. It's a, it's a, a um, poem called Good Timber that I like. And so, yeah, I have some pictures of trees. I'm originally from Vancouver Island in Canada. So I Got am it. in Arizona now, but it makes me feel a little bit more uh, at home. I love it. Well, thank you so much for reaching out to um, just connect and and get on the podcast and share what you're doing. I think it's like I have obviously my podcast being conversations for yoga teachers. I have a lot of yoga teachers on, although I do have other people on in different areas of the health and wellness space. And when I did a little digging on your background and I was like, oh, this is such a perfect, like adjacent sort of subject slash product slash conversation to have. So yeah. So I'm really, I'm glad that you're here. That's that's amazing. I'm yeah, super happy to be here. And I think this is something that I thought would be a, a really cool, yeah, I think to to add in there. It's an awesome tool for people that are into yoga and meditation, that whole kind of space. Yeah. So I sort of intentionally like sometimes I do sort of a due diligence in a non-legal sort of way before someone comes on to sort of right. know them and And I kind of, I started to do that with you and you've had other podcast interviews and I started to watch one. I can't remember the woman who was doing it. And she was like, oh, I still want to get into your story. And then I just hit stop because I really didn't want to hear it then. Right. I really wanted to hear it now. Right. Then part of me was like, oh, I'm going to be unprepared. However, I feel like from reading some of your background, I have a small sense, um, And yet I wanted to really leave this opportunity to speak to you kind of in a really organic, free form, open form sort of way to just kind of see what happens as I get to know more about you. So I just maybe throw that out as a bit of a disclaimer, but um, it's really just to kind of say, I'm really here, just like the listeners, um, those listening who don't know you or your app, this is really going to be an exploration uh opportunity for all of us so i'm really glad to totally. kind of be a listener as well as the host of, of the show well so, that sounds good to me yeah okay cool so 
you know, let's just, mm, I think a good place to start just to kind of set the stage, because even what we've chatted on so far, people might be wondering like, what are they talking about? So maybe just give us a little encapsulated version of what you do and what you have for people. So like the product, and then we can yeah, kind totally. of go backwards. Yeah, so I am CEO and co-founder of Self Pause. It's an app my wife and I started together. And it's an app that has affirmation meditations on there. So positive affirmations. Um, we have, you know, 15 or 16 different categories, relationships, finances, stress, different areas. Um, and we have these affirmation sessions where people can meditate to positive affirmations in different areas. So we have an app. Um, where it lets you listen to, you know, we have a whole library of these like meditations. And then what we're super, super excited about um, is that we have a place on the app where people can write and record their own positive affirmations and they can meditate to those. So they can put music or nature sounds in the background and they can listen to their own voice saying their own personalized affirmations as well. Wow, that's sort of AI-ish yet not sort of like... <laughs> The good robot uprising version. Well, know? well, it's not like a robot voice. Like you can record your own voice saying it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually really interesting. And I definitely want to get into the cognitive aspect. Um, I'll just say right now what that sort of triggers in my mind is that thought of, you know, the negative stories we tell ourselves, which exactly. is in our own voice in our head. Exactly. So now we're replacing that. So let's kind mm -hmm. of hold on diving into that because I think to start out, how the heck did you get into this? Yeah. <laughs> Not only this subject matter and find a wife that is like in sync with you on the topic and oh, then, good. and then appetize it, like make it like an app, like how, tell yeah. us how that happened. Yeah. So um, personally, I've always been a really big proponent of affirmations growing up. My parents, uh, my dad had his own business and he was really big on um, goal setting. And my mom was really big on vision boards and using affirmations and kind of like helping shift your mindset. Um, All right, so I've always right there. were they yeah. sort of like Woodstockish yoga, natural food. Like I have this vision of like your house, with like <laughs> Kundalini yoga happening and like chanting no am i off like well, tell me. i mean I, so like my mom actually she's really big into crossfit so i would say she's more crossfit than yoga which is funny but um yeah growing up like she didn't she she definitely was very organic all around us um is a very kind of like health hyper health conscious organic area lots of hippies lots of that kind of stuff um, and, uh, it, it's one of the few places in Canada that votes for the green party, right. For the, our whole area. So like, that's, that's where we come from. Okay. Um, always organic food, everything. And, uh, I don't think my, my mom fed us sugar, me and my siblings till we were like, till I was like 12 years old and we just eat candy at my friend's house, you know? So very, you know, definitely a very health conscious in, in that kind of area. Um, and that definitely, you know, played, played a big role into, uh, into that. But I, I think a lot of it was from more of a, like a, an achievement angle. Um, like, you know, you can do more, achieve more, reach your goals by shifting your mindset. Because um, so my parents they, had. How did they have that? Like that, even for parents to have that as a, as an approach to up to child rearing. Tell, where did that come from? Well, I mean, I would attribute a lot of it to um, 
after they, they graduated college, they started, uh, my dad started his own company, like his own travel company, and they both kind of ran that. Um, and I think that a lot of the success they found there, they attributed to, my dad has an awesome uh, my mindset on like achieving goals, fixing goals, working towards them and that. And so I think um, that contributed. Most of my grandparents were actually all immigrants to Canada. So they're all very, very hardworking people. Um, a lot of them came to Canada when they were 16, 17, 18 years old with nothing, um, you know, like one grandfather coming from Germany and learning English and like, you know, so very hardworking people. They started their own companies and businesses. They were kind of entrepreneurs, you know, back then you had to. Um, and so I think that a lot of that was distilled into my parents. Um, and then I feel really blessed, right, that I was had that amazing example for my parents, but also like even my grandparents, um, you know, had a grandfather that every time he'd be driving me somewhere or taking me somewhere, he'd tell me like, you need to be meditating every single day. And of course, like as a teenager, I was like, I don't know, grandpa, but you know, like, uh, I think that, uh, that all kind of played a role into, uh, into it for me. And so um, to be completely honest, growing up, meditation wasn't part of you know, I guess like in a more spiritual level, like prayer and that kind of aspect, right? But like strict meditation, I don't think I, I practice that in a very traditional way, but I did have affirmations, mantras that I would say to myself um, throughout the day if things were hard, you know, I had like one that I would say frequently to myself, which is I'm happy, I'm healthy, and I feel great. And I would tell myself that and decide like that those were true. And that's, you know, that was, those were like some, some affirmations I had for myself, but um, where it really connected for me in, and I guess in kind of our journey to create this app to make, to merge it more with meditation actually came from more of my wife. Um, so when we were in college, she was pregnant with our first son. Um, we had met, you know, it wasn't like something we had discussed a ton in our life. It was honestly something we kind of discovered together. Um, so we were, she was pregnant with our first son and had a lot of stress and anxiety, right? Around being a mom for the first time and pregnancy and childbirth and like, you know, everything. Um, and she was talking to one of her friends who recommended that she get these meditations um, for like pregnant moms. And they were super expensive um, and we were super poor at the time. And so, you know, she came and asked me if we could buy them and like if your pregnant wife asks you for something, you don't say no. So I'm like, of course, right? And I mean, it was really nothing fancy. It was literally just these um, these MP3 files that she would download onto her phone. And there's a bunch of meditations, but there was two in particular that she really gravitated towards. And they were these like affirmation meditations. So they were telling her like she could do it. She was capable. You know, her body was made to do this, all this kind of stuff. I know them well because she'd play them every morning and every night. So as we're going to bed, I'm like listening to these birthing affirmations with her, you know, um, which, you know, I think it's a, it's a cool experience to, to be able to connect, you know, spouses on that level. But um, yeah, so it was for me amazing to kind of watch this, right? Like I'm not pregnant, but I'm seeing how much of an incredible mindset shift is going on for her all of a sudden, like, she started being super excited about the process, super confident, saying, like, believing in her body and knowing she could do this. And, like, to see kind of the, the shift um, was really amazing for me. Like, she really loved these affirmation meditations, like, loved them. Um, you know, when she's going into labor, she wanted to, to start playing them and listening to them. Like, 
so um, after after we had our first son, um, having kind of seen that whole shift, right? And I was like, these are like really powerful. This is really amazing how much these can help. I think this would be cool for people in other areas too. Um, and even for myself. So I just started recording. I didn't think anything would come of it, but I just started recording my own voice, um, saying affirmations in different areas like finances and relationships. Um, and I would just put meditation music in the background. I started just putting them on Spotify because I was like, you know, this is just fun. Like, I bet this will help other people. And uh, we were super blown away because in the first few months, we started getting like 50,000 streams a month on these you know, these like affirmations that I put on Spotify. And so we were like super blown away. And so this, the, you know, as far as coming up with the app and everything, it was all my wife's idea um, because she was studying computer science at the time. So she's, you know, creating these apps for her classes and stuff and was like, we need to turn this into an app. Right. Um, you know, because if, if someone doesn't like my voice and they want to have like other voice options or they want to switch categories or they want to change the music in the background, you know, Spotify or YouTube, it's just, static content it's not personalized you can't personalize it so that's kind of uh where we were you know she said let's turn it into an app let's turn it into this thing and so we kind of teamed up and have been working on this for a few years now the the project but the app we have now it's been launched for about eight months on the current version so it's, it's been a long journey um, but yeah we're super excited about it and it's been really fun that it's kind of a, a project we both kind of got to learn about and grow in together and then create together Got it. Well, amazing story. And there were so many things that popped into my head as you were talking. The first of which is, it sounds like, I mean, I know as a yoga teacher and entrepreneur that positive self-talk is a huge part of being an entrepreneur because you're constantly faced with challenges and questions about things you don't know how to do. And you have a choice you're at that fork in the road where you can either listen to that negative self-talk and just retreat, or you can move forward. And totally. when you have that positive self-talk kind of recording playing in your head, it definitely like your wife in the labor and delivery room, it's like, it's such a comfort in a way to like, know, like I can move forward or whatever you're saying to yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to me. And it makes perfect sense that you're from a family of entrepreneurs. So would you say that that's a big part yeah. of why you for, have the confidence to do what you're doing now? Yeah, for me, it's uh, my whole like mindset is very directly linked to entrepreneurship. So, I mean, I know it's different for everyone and everyone has different mentors and, and things. But for me, I'd say that's like one of the, the big things for sure. Yeah. And is this something that you do on a full time basis, kind of cultivate and curate this app and, and get it out there to the world? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've, we've been working on the development of the app for about two years um, and I was working a job the whole time. So when we launched kind of like the 2.0 new version of the app about seven months ago, I switched to working on it full-time. So yeah, this is my, my full-time job and it's, it's been an amazing transition. Love, you know, it's so cool to be able to put my heart and soul into creating something that, you know, helps people in so many ways, right? Just elevate their mindset, achieve what they want to achieve. Um, yeah. So very rewarding. Yeah. All right. So let's just take a, a moment. I just want to, I definitely don't want to spend a ton of time on this um, only because I don't think this is where people are going to have the most interest, but I'm curious because I am a huge tech geek and entrepreneur. So I'm kind of okay. curious about sort of what is your kind of vision for the app? Like I'm assuming, is it free? 
Yeah. So okay. the app is, yeah, the app is free for everyone to download. Um, we have a whole library, like I said, of sessions. So in every category, there's a free one. But if you want access to the full library, you can get, there's like a monthly subscription, a premium account. And then there's also the feature where you can write and record and meditate to your own affirmations. That's free. So if people are, you know, creating their own, um, we want that to be free for everyone. And we also have a section where people can create daily notifications. We also send out a daily affirmation notification to people and that's free as well. So we have a bunch of free things on there so people can really get some value out of it. And then if they want the access to the full library, it's, uh, they can get the premium membership. Got it. And you were saying before you were having a lot of good results on the Spotify format, the V1, yeah. whatever version that was. How are you finding in terms of subscribers in both the free and the paid right now? Are you seeing similar results? Uh, yeah, it's really, really popular. People absolutely love it. It's it's growing a lot. We've done a lot of work with um, YouTubers in the space, uh, people that do yoga, people that talk about um, positive psychology, people that talk about like manifesting and stuff. Um, so we've worked with a lot of really cool YouTubers that have shared it to their audiences. So yeah, it's it's growing a lot. And uh, So what's your vision for this? Like, where do you want to take this? to a place where i mean i suppose since you have a subscription model that is a monetization kind of foundation that can go wherever you know in terms yeah of yeah so it has a subscription model um so how much does it cost for people so it's a monthly it's 650 a month or if you get like an annual it's 48 dollars just and then you get it for the whole year got it okay so, um, you know, there's some huge meditation apps out there. There's like Calm and Headspace. Each of them have over a billion dollar valuation. Um, and so, you know, I love meditation, obviously. Now it's something that as I've been developing this, I've started to work more with meditation in my own life. Um, but something that I absolutely love about affirmation meditation that I, I guess I contrasted to is, you know, if I'm meditating, it's such a phenomenal tool, right? I'm, I'm using that to find relaxation. Um, if I have stress to find like peace of mind. Um, and then something I love about affirmation meditation is that it's like, you know, we have these different categories and it's kind of like looking at what is like the root cause of my stress? Is it financial? Is it relationship? Is it academic? Um, and then being able to kind of focus on specific areas um, that that I think would be kind of like the root cause of my stress and helping myself to overcome those areas. So like if it's relationships and I feel like I don't have good communication with my spouse or my partner, right. Um, it's listening to affirmations around, you know, being a better communicator, having, and, um, as you focus on that, it's kind of like getting to the root cause of your stress and anxiety. Um, and so that's where I think affirmations are really powerful. It, it's almost like you're meditating and also helping shift your mindset, shift those neural pathways in your brain um, so that you kind of have these habitual positive thoughts that help you behave in a way that brings you to your ultimate goal. So I guess that's yeah. kind of the philosophy behind it. But where I see it going is, you know, you have these huge meditation apps. And I think that there's a space for positive affirmation meditation uh, to be mainstream in, in the same way, um, because I see it as such a powerful tool for people to meditate and also change their mindset at the same time. 
Okay, so I have to just mention this before I forget. And I just wrote a note because sometimes I forget, but I, I'm remembering, so I'm going to tell you. So Dr. Andrew Huberman and listeners, I mention him all the time. So they'll be like, oh my God, she's going on about him. He's a Stanford neuropsychologist and ophthalmologist. Okay. He has the Huberman Lab podcast. So yes. you got to get on that. I mean, okay. get on it and also listen to it. But the right. one that you just listened to is Dr. Ali Crum, C-R-U-M from Stanford. And the okay. whole episode is about mindset. And the reason I bring it up now is not only to tell you about it, because I think you would just like love this particular episode because it's all about mindset, is that her background and the conversation they have actually goes into things like the placebo effect and yeah. other actual effects on our biology yeah. tied to mindset. So yeah. things like different hormones that are released, neurotransmitters and all of this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So it's just so interesting when you're talking about this and how it not only affects you, but how you know it affects people that use your app. And I guess I just wanted to bring this up so that listeners are aware this isn't just like putting sprinkles on your ice cream, right? This is like really getting into the mechanics of how your body works as a result of your mindset, which, and correct me if I'm wrong here, which we can change our mindset Absolutely. if first engineer, right? So now I'm going yeah. back to what am I saying to myself? Yeah. And so, you know, you mentioned the word manifest. And I mean, I have a whole whiteboard piece of paper downstairs in my other office, manifestation list. And I right. already manifested my Mini Cooper. I already checked that off in the first 10 days, the car I've wanted for like 10 years. I love and it. There's no, I've told that story. That was already done within the first 10 days. Now, in reality, I know I didn't manifest it. Like, you know, yeah. I did the genie. I actually did shit and did the shit on the list and I got the car, right? Yeah, so exactly. I think that it's an interesting conversation with you to get into not just the, what are the steps, but really sort of unmasking and demystifying manifestation yeah. into what you're talking about, which is science-based. It's oh, not, totally, yeah. I mean, I like to get into the sprinkles and the fairy dust and, you know, all of that. And I do think that matters too. However, right. so yeah, what- Yeah, no, exactly. I love what you're saying. So that's exactly along the lines of what we're doing, right? Like I love, I grew up watching like The Secret and talking about like attracting amazing things into your life. And I totally think that the energy you put off and the, the positive words you say affect the people around you, the circumstances around you, and you know, you, you bring in what you put out. Um, that being said, I love what you're talking about um, with like, you are the placebo. Uh, if, you, if you've heard, if you've read the book by Dr. Do, Joe Despeza, you are the placebo. Well, I'm reading, I'm reading his other uh, change who you are, change. Okay. I'm reading that right now. Yeah, but you gotta read his book, You Are the Placebo, an incredible book. And so with this whole app, right? Like obviously this is an incredible way for people to attract and manifest incredible things into their life. We really focus on, we've worked with a lot of psychologists on this and focus on, a lot of the psychology behind what is actually happening in your brain while you're saying affirmations and you're doing these things. And because um, it's it's so incredible, there's a lot of these, um, you know, amazing gurus that talk about manifestation stuff, but it's really cool to break down in a scientific level because for some people, it only would appeal to them in that level. So um, 
And it's also good for us to understand, but yeah, to break down a scientific level, what's actually happening, right? Like, like you were talking about, we have so many of these um, negative blocks or negative self uh, perceptions that maybe people have said to us in our life. Sometimes it's the people closest to us, our family, our friends, our mentors that have said, you can't achieve this. You can't be this, you know, no one in your family has ever done this. And we, we accept these limiting beliefs um, into our, into our mind. And so, uh, you know, self, um, positive self-affirmation or self-affirmation theory, it's something that psychology has been studying since the 80s, is looking at how affirmations actually can affect our behavior. So not just saying positive things to yourself, like you're talking about with your Mini Cooper, but saying these are, you know, positive things that actually lead to behavior that brings you towards your ultimate goal. Um, and how, yeah, these positive you know, your positive affirmations, your, you know, core beliefs about yourself are, you're able to actually harness those and use those to change the neural pathways in your brain, right? We have these habitual habits, which they can be negative if that's what we've thought of a lot in our life, but you can shift them to become positive. So you habitually think more positive thoughts about yourself and your circumstances and you behave differently because of that. Yeah, the neural pathway piece is, is a big one for me in terms of like being really interested in it. I also kind of concurrent with neuroscience, I've really taken a lot of interest in neuro-linguistic programming, which I kind mm -hmm. of think of as maybe not a sister discipline. Um, it's really, I, I, I don't want to say it's separate because it does look at the impact of our mind. It looks at it primarily through the languaging. So how does your negative mindset, how is that illustrated in what you say? So when you're mm. saying things like, I need to get this done, or I, I'm never going to be able to, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is, all of that is the manifestation of what you're talking about. And so in a way it becomes an opportunity for us to self-correct because we get that alert when we hear ourselves saying those things. It's like, ding, ding, ding. Okay. Go backwards and start to go into the affirmation. Um, additionally, for me, when I coach yoga teachers in the context of my program, I'll hear them say things like, oh, I'm behind in the program, or I haven't mm -hmm. spent enough time studying. And I can hear that there's this pressure and it's like, mm -hmm. well, where is that pressure coming from? Well, I feel like similar to what you're saying, you know, I just have this memory of being in school and I never was able to get things done. And, you know, all of this kind of comes back. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to bring that up just as, as a, again, kind of an adjunct or an adjacent piece, the languaging piece of this mm -hmm. which is literally the manifestation of the negative thought, the negative mindset that mm -hmm. you're trying to reframe in the person exactly in that new pathway that you, they're creating so it never comes out of their mouth in that way yeah exactly yeah because you know our thoughts become our words and our words become our actions and the things we do become like our our result in life our our destiny our you know and so if you can and what people a lot of people don't understand is they can shift so much about what goes on in their head so much about their mindset their subconscious thoughts they can make so many shifts and so that's why a lot of people think of it as like magical or manifesting um, when you say these things, but really you're, you're shifting your mindset and it has very direct um, results on your behavior. And then you have, you know, amazing results in your life. 
So yeah, it's affirmations are such a powerful way to really help you rewire um, your thoughts, overcome negative blocks or negative self-perceptions that you might have. And uh, yeah, a lot of it is, is very rooted in, there's a, a lot of research on, on, that's gone into this and it's incredibly powerful. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny when you were talking before at the beginning about how you were raised, um, it makes me think there's almost like a study in there to look at you and your siblings compared to other kids you grew up with now and somehow do some retrospective look at where are they now? Not like in a super competitive sort of way, but you know, like that whole thing about when you go to your high school reunion, it's like, how are right. like a good kind of check in time 10 years from, um, because when you were mentioning before things from childhood, you know, this is where, and let me ask you if this is where a lot of these negative self thoughts come from. And yet you probably from an early age had counter programming to that. So what comes up for you? With yeah, that? it's interesting. I was recently on a podcast with a, a lady that helps um, teachers and, you know, they're working with children and stuff. And we're talking about affirmations for children. And yeah, I mean, you can, you can get negative blocks and negative and self-limiting beliefs throughout your whole life, obviously, but a lot can happen in childhood. Um, and a lot about what we believe about the world and what we learn happens there. And so, I mean, I even have thoughts where I think like, this is always this way. And I'm like, well, why is it that way? And then I remember back, well, sometimes at one point when I was a kid, someone told me it was like that. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, like we have these, a lot of the, we just go through our whole life being educated and soaking stuff up like a sponge into our brain. And then it creates our reality and our beliefs about the world. And a lot of times we don't take the time to reflect, go back and ask, like, verify, like, is this true? Is it, is this how it is? And so with children, positive affirmations can be really powerful. We actually have a whole section on our app of affirmations for kids and it's free, the whole section for everyone. Obviously we, you know, we just want kids to, to have that amazing benefit, but um, something really powerful for children. And then I think this also plays in for us today um, is when they're doing affirmations is instead of just focusing on saying things like, you know, for kids to hear like, you are amazing, you are smart, you are great to hear affirmations that actually praise um, beyond just like the end result, but they praise um, their effort that they're putting in. So you, like you are, you are incredible because you always try your hardest, no matter what you always, you know, give your all you, you, you're amazing for trying, you're amazing for working. So really like rewarding um, the effort because, you know, in life, we love the things that we're good at. Right. And sometimes when we try something for the first time and we're not good at it, we say like, oh, I hate that. I'm bad at it. I don't like that. Right. When, when in reality, like, I mean, you can see that with kids in school, like, oh, I hate math or, oh, I hate English or whatever. When in reality, um, if we can switch our mindset, because that does happen in childhood a lot. And so that affects us today. If we can switch our mindset today from um, just liking things that we have done a lot of and have accomplished a lot and to being to saying, I love trying new things. I love working on new things, regardless of the end result immediately. Like I praise myself and I love myself for working on new things, for trying new things, for putting in effort. I always give my best. Um, if we can make that mindset shift, 
we can achieve way more things and we can, we can really branch out and try so many new things in life. Um, so yeah, I do think that a lot of that can come from childhood and switching our mindset today can have some amazing results as well. Yeah. I love what you said before in this whole conversation piece around, well, why does it have to be that way? And I think what you did there was so, it really piqued my, my listening to you even more because I think there's something about when we ask ourselves a question that forces us or even just encourages us to think outside the neural pathway that we've carved into our brain. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of what I'm wondering is, do you find that using these positive affirmations can loosen people's attachment to certain ways of thinking that might be holding them back yeah. in parts of their life. Yeah, I think these positive affirmations. So my my wife, she's actually one that has said to this point has written all of them. So she's spent, um, you know, a last couple of years writing these affirmations and she, you know, really puts her heart and soul into them. But uh, I will listen to them all the time, like different areas of them. Today, I was listening to a um, like a self-love category. And it was opening up so many different thoughts, right? Like, like you're taking someone else's ideas and thoughts. Um, and it was giving me so many ideas of ways that I can love myself better, that I wouldn't necessarily have thought of on my own. And so I really do appreciate, uh, you know, be able to listen to these affirmations. And I think what's really valuable and really powerful in them is when you listen to an affirmation, like, like, let's say it's in finances, right? And it's like, I, I am abundant. I always have the resources around me, right? What's so powerful with these affirmations is to really, once you listen to it, to visualize what does this look like for me in my life? Um, because I think if you can internalize it and personalize it, um, it really helps you to be able to have the, the effect that you're looking for where you're helping to shift your mindset. So I think visualization is a really key component to uh, to mixing when you're using them. Yeah. I have to ask, you made me wonder when you were just saying you were listening, is it your wife's voice in the affirmations that you're listening to? She's writing them. Is she also speaking them? No, she's just written all the content and we have a, a couple of voice people. Um, we'll add more in the future to the app right now. We have two different voices, but yeah, our goal is to have a bunch of different voices, right? Different ethnicities, different accents. People can choose whatever their preferences are. Um, uh -huh. Because yeah, you know, right now with most meditation apps, Calm or Headspace, there's one or maybe two voices. And if you don't like them or they don't, you don't feel like you connect to them, right? Um, we we want to be able to overcome that so people can feel like they can connect on a deeper level. Some people don't like the sound of their own voice. Um, and so we want to make sure that there's lots of options for them to feel like it really resonates with them. Yeah, I think from an identity standpoint, I think that's important in terms of just whatever your background is, or I don't know, for some reason, the other day I got in the car with, with Ben and he had his, uh, MapQuest voice person on and it was the British voice. I'm like, Ben, why do you have, he goes, I don't know. I just like, it. so, so I'm like, okay, fine. And so, you know, we had this British lady telling us where to go on our trip. Um, anyway, so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, some of these affirmations. So you told us a little bit about the categories. Mm -hmm. So, for, I mean, I haven't tried the app, which obviously I'm going to download after this conversation. Um, 
how does that look and feel to me as a, as a person consuming the app? I'm going in, I'm picking something from a particular category, and then what happens? Yeah, so I think we have like around 15 different categories and you can go in, select your category, and then within each category, we have six, seven, eight, sometimes 10 different like specific sessions. So like in finances, we have, you know, like millionaire mindset affirmations. We have eliminating debt affirmations. We have saving affirmations. We have affirmations for entrepreneurs. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like there's so many different areas. Um, so we have really specialized ones. And our goal for these affirmations are, as you listen to our professionally recorded ones, we want it to inspire you and give you ideas, things you can do in your life, but give you ideas of affirmations you can create for yourself in your own personal situation. Um, you know, you can personalize the, the professionally recorded ones by, as you listen to it, visualizing what it would look like for you personally in your life. Visualization is like a really powerful key kind of component and part of affirmation meditation. Um, but beyond but beyond that, we would love for it to give you ideas to go and write your own personalized affirmations for your own goals and your own self that you're working on. Got it. Now, um, uh, I'm actually at the part in uh, Dr. Joe's book. Uh, what is it called? The, the Art of Losing Yourself or Reinventing Yourself? You know mm -hmm. the one I'm talking about, yeah. right? Uh -huh. So I'm, I'm right at the point where he's going to take you through the meditation process and I already meditate, like I've been on a tear this year. I've meditated every day in January. So I'm like super psyched and I'm totally awesome. kind of like your wife. I'm like really in the zone where, and I'm using some guided stuff just from YouTube. Uh -huh. um, and I'm also doing a yoga nidra session almost every night, just a 15, awesome. which is like, just like total game changer in terms of bringing my anxiety down and stuff like that. Um, how, like if I were to use the app, would you recommend people do like, if they're meditators or even if they're not, they want to start meditating, are they doing a meditation session and then listening to affirmations and then writing out? And then while they're listening to affirmations, they're visualizing these things happening. And then, you know, so, me, then you're going to your manifestation list and you're writing out the action steps because you know, you got to get the stuff done to make it happen. So you could check it off the list. Like, take us for a yeah. very process oriented person like me what what is that tell us what that looks like yeah so i think like as far as like personally i mostly replace meditation with affirmation meditation but you can use them together i think what's really powerful is if you spend five ten minutes a day every morning when you wake up and every evening before you go to bed like kicking your day off and and ending your day with affirmation meditations um what yeah what i love to do is I find that when you listen to affirmations or whether that be professional recorded ones or ones you've written and you're doing a meditation to your own affirmations. So you can, I feel like those are kind of things you can just work on, but they're not like, okay, I listened to it. Now I got to write it. Now I got to do it. You just kind of like when in your own time, create your own affirmations and record them and then listen to them. Um, but I like to listen. I think it's really powerful if you listen in the morning right when your mind is kind of at a really positive mindset, you have a fresh start to the day, you're getting started. And then what happens is you find is as you get started in your day, you get into it, things come up at work, there's stress, there's anxiety. And sometimes your brain will go into kind of this like fight or flight mode, right? When you have a lot of stress and anxiety, and it's in that fight or flight mode where it's easy for our mindset to shift and to switch into kind of 
it's, it feels almost like self-preservation. So then it's just like, you're more stressed, you're more anxious. And um, it's easier to forget about your self-affirmations, who you truly are, who you truly believe you are. And so having listened to, you know, positive affirmations in the morning, you kind of have this script. These are my core values. This is what's important to me. This is who I am that you can subcon your subconscious of putting that in your mind every morning. And as you go throughout your day, when you have that fight or flight and it's harder to focus on that, you kind of have that to fall back on and you have that to remember and help you carry you through the day. And then at the end of the day as well, um, to kind of like end with that uh, is a good way to, for me, get my head, my mind, my mindset in the right place as I'm going to bed and getting ready for the next day. So that's kind of, I think, a really, a really beneficial uh, way to do it. But yeah, you definitely can, like, if you have some meditations you love, like keep doing those. And this is a powerful thing you can tack on at the beginning or the end of that, where it's like, you're really focusing on yourself. It's a bit more active than meditation, right? Because a lot of times with meditation, you're clearing your mind and letting thoughts go. Whereas with affirmation meditation, you're thinking about like you're working on yourself and you're visualizing the life you would like, right? So it's like meditation is more emptying your mind and affirmation meditation is more on selectively choosing what you let into your mind and like creating that future self that you are becoming. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, a reframing, a rephrasing, a replacing mm -hmm. what's there with new, healthier thoughts. Right. Yeah. It's elevating your, your mindset. And, and you get a lot of the benefits of uh, meditation because like you're listening to this meditation music in the background. A lot of times you're closing your eyes, you're visualizing like, so you get a lot of the benefits of relaxation that, uh, and, you know, helping with anxiety and stuff that, that meditation brings. Um, but then you also are helping to shift your mindset. Yeah. So another thought just came to mind, no pun intended, um, as you were talking. So along with my, my January 1st, like kicked off all sorts of massive things that I'm doing in a positive way. And I just am like, so on a roll right now. And so one of the things I was doing is because I walk the dog at least three okay. times a day, I was like, oh, if I can tie something into walking the dog that yes. is my mental health not only just the physical exercise and being with the dog. So I started to talk out loud to myself when I was walking mm -hmm. the dog. And sometimes I even pretend somebody's interviewing me on TV about mm -hmm. like the success of my business and what I would be saying to kind of see the things happen as if it's already happened. Like, oh yeah, yeah. so I'm doing my first million. And you know, well, how did you do that? Oh, well, I blah, 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 and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So my point is, um, and also I write in my journal, like I am this, you know, like all those. Yeah. So how, how does listening to it, listening to affirmations differ from just me walking the dog and talking or me writing in my journal? Like, how, is there a value differential between the modality that you're using to get this info in my head? Yeah. yeah. So for me, I think that, um, like incredible the talking to yourself and like your self interview like it's already happened i love that that's amazing that's affirmations right and there sometimes the and dog will be like huh i'm like okay <laughs> keep going forward <laughs> and the and the writing in your journal also incredible so our app is kind of um designed to be and just like another tool another medium to practice those self affirmations and both of those actually are 
awesome. And like, as far as the psychology and neuroscience goes, both of those work really well. Um, the app is for like, if you're on the go, if you're like, sometimes it's like I'm doing the dishes or I'm driving in the car or honestly, a really popular one that I like to do. I was recently training for a marathon and we have like marathon and running affirmations. And it's literally while I'm at the gym on the treadmill, like running my sprints, I have these affirmations going. Um, and it really helped me to shift my mindset and be able to, you know, think about why I'm doing this, what my goals are, um, and, and to perform better in there. So I think that, whereas like, I obviously can't be like writing in my journal while I'm, you know, my affirmations while I'm like running at the gym. So I think it's, it's a tool that can be used, um, in a lot of different areas of your life, kind of while you're on the go. Um, but I definitely wouldn't be like, replace your journal writing. Cause I think both of those things together are really powerful, um, tools and, uh, like using them together will just help you is helping you shift your mindset faster and internalize it deeper perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have another thought, um, for the listener that's listening to this and is, you know, thinking this sounds great, but I just don't have the time or this just doesn't really work for me. Like, I'm just trying to think of the objections. Like I think people using time and money, like time, I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money. Those are like the universal objections for so many things. And I think time even more so. Um, the other thing I'm wondering if people might be listening and thinking, this sounds kind of complicated. So let's just kind of try to try to reframe some of those a little bit. So if someone says, I don't have the time, what, what would you, what would you say to that? Yeah. I mean, it really is about like prioritizing what's most important in your life. And if, you know, in, increasing your mindset is an important thing for you in your life. And I think this would, this would definitely be something that people are willing to, to put in the time since, you know, you can go to as small as five minutes and, you know, to 15 minutes a day. But I think something that you said earlier that I also think would tie in really good is if you've ever read the book, Atomic Habits, when you want to create a habit, it's all about tying it to a, to a certain activity. So like if you are walking the dog every day, that might be a perfect activity for you to be like, I walk the dog at this time every day. I pop in my affirmations. I listen to those as I go. And it's an amazing, and I, as I'm walking, I'm visualizing the life I want to live and the things I want to achieve. Right. So really tying together. And that's kind of what's cool about these affirmations. You're asking, you know, what's the difference between writing and journal and stuff. These affirmations are designed to be able to kind of go together with things that you're already doing. They're really easy to listen to it on the go. You pop in your AirPods and you, you can go on a walk, you can go to the gym, you can do the dishes. Um, and you can kind of like do these two things at the same time because your hands might be free or working or your feet might be working, but your mind is, is available. And so it's, uh, I would say, you know, it's really easy to, to multitask that, um, and be able to get a lot of the benefits at the same time. Yeah. And, and I love how you started to answer the question by basically saying, well, you know, if you value the positive effect this is going to have, essentially you're going to make the time, which isn't literally, right. what you said, but which is sort of what you said. And, and I love that because, you know, when we say we don't have the time for whatever is being offered to us, unless it's, I'd rather somebody say, I don't want to do that. 
or that has no yeah. value to me. Like right. that is a more accurate statement that basically detangles you from this, I need to do this thing. Like I need mm -hmm. to practice yoga, I need to meditate. Well, I, but I don't have the time. Well, just say, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to do that. I don't see any value right. in that. That's yeah, it's the same thing. I don't have the time is actually you do. You have 24 hours in the day and you can prioritize whatever you want in those 24 hours. Exactly. So I think that it's important that we put that out there for people who continue to say, and this is the NLP side of things. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Well, let's go a little deeper and really explore what the hell is happening during your day. And believe me, I don't have kids. You have kids. I know there are people listening right now who the past two years of the pandemic has been a shit show in terms of time management. Right. I, not having kids, still can appreciate that that must be a really difficult situation. Right. However, you know, the bridge statement is that if you value this, there's always a way. And like you say, tying it in. I mean, back in the day when everybody, not everybody, when smoking was so big, what was the partner? It was have a, have a, have your dinner, have a post-dinner cigarette. That was the yeah. when you finished your dinner. I mean, I never smoked, but that was kind of like the, yeah. the model person that was a smoker. They would have a cigarette after dinner. And that was always to detangle those two things was always part of breaking that habit. The other thing yeah. I love brought up the James Clear book, because you're right. It's, it's the habit building. And also it's similar to what you were saying before about being in the process and not worrying about the outcome. So would you say for people listening, there's something of value, even if you're doing a short consistently, is there yeah. still value in that? huge value and but i think what you said is really key about consistency right this isn't like a magical do it once and done it's like if you're shifting your mindset you're getting rid of these negative um self-beliefs that have taken you years and years and years to produce you can overcome them but you need to work on it consistently um and it doesn't mean like oh it took me two or it took me 10 years to believe i'd never be able to accomplish that so now it's gonna take me 10 years to believe i can you can like you can believe in yourself today by using affirmations and listening to them, but you need to consistently use them in order to sustain that mindset and sustain that growth. And, you know, eventually it'll be so habitual. You won't need to say that affirmation or think that thought, but at the beginning, as you're shifting those things, they do take time and it's really all about consistency. Um, and you can continue to improve your mindset in so many different areas. Um, so I would say, yeah, five, 10, 15 minutes a day, something small, couple it with a current activity that you currently do. Um, and it will have profound effects on your mindset. And then as psychology has showed us with the study of self-affirmation theory, it'll also have profound impacts on your behavior as well. Yeah, I'm going to just give a, a suggestion to the listeners out there. One of the times of day, along with walking the dog, that I also do self-affirmations is when I'm putting moisturizer on in the morning. So when I get up, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, yada, yada. And then when I put the moisturizer on, I'm saying to myself, as I'm looking at myself, I'm giving you guys all my, all my secrets of whatever, <laughs> but I give that as a way of what you're saying to connect it with something you're already doing. So yeah. people out there who say they don't have time, you're already putting your moisturizer on, you're already brushing your teeth, you're already walking your damn dog, just stick it in with that because what we're talking about is not a 
go for a five mile run or, you know, build a house. It's, it's self-talk. And with your mm-hmm. app, it's just like, you know, if you don't want to do it yourself, you can leverage the technology. Totally. Completely. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. And uh, it's just such a, a powerful companion, right? So many times like people will be on the train or on the bus or, you know, at their office or something where there's people around and you can't just, I mean, it would be cool if you did, but you, you can't just, you know, be saying your, all these things out loud. Right. And so it's a really cool tool to be able to achieve that same result, be able to really visualize focus um, in any kind of situation, circumstance and activity. Yeah. And I feel like this is this whole conversation we're having and a lot of what we're talking about is really having a moment because I can remember, I am old enough to remember Stuart Smalley on uh, Saturday Night Live. So mm-hmm. Stuart Smalley was a, char- a recurring character on Saturday Night Live who, interestingly enough, was played by Al Franken, who is a U.S. Senator who unfortunately roiled okay. in a particular early on scandal before there were a lot of scandals. I mean, anyway, before that, uh, he, yeah, he was actually a comedian of sorts. Okay. And he, uh, yeah, you should, if you're not familiar with Stuart Smalley, I want you to Google it because I can't believe I'm having this memory, but it was a recurring character on Saturday Night Live where he was in like this sort of Mr. Rogers sweatery outfit and he would stand in front of the mirror. And I know listeners are going to be like, oh my God, I still remember this if they're over the age of 45. And he would stand and look in the mirror and he'd be like, I'm good. I'm a great person and I'm worth it. And it would be like deep thoughts with Stuart Smalley. And it's so funny. I never had this memory until right now. That was probably 25 years ago. And I really growing up never knew anything about this. I was just kind of living with the thought processes in my mind and my mind was just leading me where it was going. And I think that's really a lot of people's experience. But I wonder why Lauren Michaels, you know, the producer uh, and creator of SNL even thought to create that skit back then. Um, but that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about using your mind and, and kind of harnessing its power for good instead of reiterating all those things. So I just mentioned that I just had that vision. So as we wrap up here, I definitely want to spend just a little bit more time talking in a little more detail about the visualization piece, Mm -hmm. um, because I think this is something that is a little different from just the telling yourself the positive thoughts. So just talk to us a little bit about what does that look like? Am I visualizing like, like, what am I, what am I doing when I'm doing that? Yeah. So, um, what's really important is as you're listening to affirmations, right? Like, let's say you're listening to the financial ones and saying things like I am abundant. I always have the resources around me. Focus on what your visualization is just to focus on what that would look like for you in your life. So what, what does abundance look like? What are the resources you're looking for? What does success look like? What, what are you trying to accomplish? What are the trying, what will that feel like? when you've accomplished or you've achieved, you know, that, um, where will you, like some people go so deep as to like, where will you be living? What will your house look like? What will your car look like? What will your family look like? What will, you know, like just really thinking about the end result that you're going to achieve because your, your mind will start filling in the gaps of the things you need to do to get there subconsciously. But a lot of people say like, someday I want to be rich or like, I want to be famous or I want like, they'll say like these 
these things when they're not really thinking about like, why do I want that? What would that look like? Right. And so they're not visualizing. And if you don't have a clear goal of what your or a clear idea of what your goal actually looks like, really hard to work towards that and ever feel like you've achieved it or reached success. Right. Like if, for example, even with your, your manifestation board, if you never put a mini Cooper on there, let's say you randomly got a mini Cooper and you, you're just like, okay, whatever. Like you wouldn't have that same satisfaction of like, here is something I dreamed about, I thought about, and I achieved. And then on, on the flip side too, right? There's like the aspect that you said, this is something I've wanted for a long time. It wasn't until you put it down, no. you put it on the vision board, you thought about it. You're like, look, I have these, all these goals floating around in my head and my thoughts for the last 10 years. Once you start to organize them, visualize them, think about them and really like solidify that, that's when it's really easy for you to say, okay, well, these are the steps I need to take. And then you go and work towards it, do the thing and you achieve the goal. So that's kind of where visualization is important. It really fleshes out what you're working towards. Yeah. And I love this kind of relates back to what we we're saying before. And I really want the listeners to, to really hear this is that you are taking something that's sort of ethereal in terms of mindset and what's going on between the ears and really operationalizing it at the end because you're going from the what are you saying to yourself to and how that changes the neural pathways to visualizing what you want to get clearer on how what you want looks in in your life what is what is it what does it look like what am i doing what am i wearing all of that and then what do I need to do is the next step. So, mm-hmm. you know, the project planner in me sees that process. And I hope for the listeners who are sort of like, this is too out there for me, they'll see it really gets down to like a grocery list of here's the things I need mm-hmm. that track back. And for the people who are very into the crystals, like I'm into crystals and I'm into tarot cards and all of that too, it has that aspect as well so Mm -hmm. uh, I really I love that we were able to kind of really map out kind of the full continuum Uh, because sometimes there are people like you said that kind of are on different places of that continuum and they're Mm -hmm. looking for something that they can relate to that will help them take that first step into using a, a tool like you've built completely yeah, yeah. Maybe I should just advertise for your first. <laughs> I feel like I'm giving you all these sound bites. Um, okay, so let's do this as we wrap up here. Um, how do people find your app? Like, tell them where to go to download. Yeah, you can go to selfpause.com and it'll have links to download the app, or you can just go to the iOS App Store, Android, uh, Android App Store, and just search for selfpause. Um, download the app and get started. And uh, I'm super excited to for these people to to try it and to see the the difference it makes in your own mindset um, achieving your your personal goals. Yeah, for sure. And then tell them if they want to connect with you or anything else about you. How do they do that? Yeah, you can reach out to me um, on Instagram at Jaden Schaefer. Um, or if you're excited about the app and want to share something, feel free to tag us at self pause on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, pretty much anywhere. Awesome. That sounds great. That sounds great. Um, well, I would say to just have one more nugget uh, of, of wisdom from you. What's 
like the first thing that someone could do to get started if this is something that they really have not yet taken on into their life? What would you say would be a good first step? I mean, short of downloading the app, just kind of. Yeah, I think I think the first thing you should that will be really beneficial is to once you have the app, select like a couple categories or a couple areas that you'd be interested in working on in your life. Um, and then think of a couple, like, I think really creating a habit um, and tying it to an activity in your day. Think of a time of day that you want to, to practice this. Um, something you can do even is set a notification on the phone or on the app of like an affirmation to pop up at a certain time of day. And maybe that can remind you to, you know, now it's time to take my dog for a walk and listen to my affirmations. So couple that with, with something. And then, yeah, I just encourage you as you as you listen, like we've been talking about, really visualize uh, what that what these goals and what these affirmations will look like uh, for you in your life. And yeah, I can uh, I can promise people that it will really help them shift their mindset, help them make um, you know change the behavior, and help them reach their goals. Got it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Jaden, for being here. This was absolutely fantastic. I learned a ton and really feel like I got a lot out of it as well as sharing it with the listeners. So I really appreciate it. I'm going to actually ask you to just stay on. I'm going to end the recording for the podcast. And then I just want to do some offline wrap up with you. Yeah. Um, cool. So we'll just kind of cut the recording. So just hang on one moment. Let me just kind of go over to here. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Before you go, I want to let you know about a new mini course I just created as of October 2021. It's called the Yoga Anatomy Blueprint Learning Program mini course. It's essentially an introductory version to my signature program that teaches you anatomy so that you grow your confidence in sharing cues and sequences and in all those conversations you have with your students. If you're like some of the yoga teachers I speak to, you might feel as if you don't have the time to do my full program. That's one of the main reasons I created this mini course, which will give you all the same steps in my signature blueprint approach to teaching you anatomy and will allow you to complete it in much less time. There are 10 modules each of about 10 minutes each, and the entire program walks you through mini lessons from the larger program. You'll leave with specific new skills that you can start to use right away. You may also leave with a keen interest in enrolling in the larger program because your curiosity and confidence have been stoked. For you, the podcast listener, I'm offering $5 off the purchase price of the mini program, which is just priced at $27, so the cost will go down to $22 for you. Once you complete the mini course, you'll see in the next step section how to get a $50 credit to put towards the larger program should you decide to invest in that in the future. To purchase the mini program, visit my website at barebonesyoga.com, click the link for online courses and select the mini course link. When you check out before you enter your credit card, enter the code podcast and you will receive the $5 off. I hope you enjoy the program. I hope it stokes your curiosity and builds your confidence. Namaste.